It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. State of origin. Maroon, we bleed it. But right now, we are hearing that there is, well, there's a push to open up state of origin to those who wouldn't go on and play for Australia. I can't believe this. I can't believe this is even something that they would contemplate. It is the, well, the thought bubble of Wayne Pearce and the ARL Commission. According to reports, he's sending out Billy Slater. He's sending out Mark, uh, Michael Maguire, the, news blue, the new Blues coach, to get their take on this. I think it's a hot take. I think it would devalue the game. But let's find out from someone who's been there and done it before. He's our great mate from Fox Sports. He's uh, been a Bronco. He's been a Warrior. Uh, he's been a Cowboy. He's been a Kangaroo. He's been a Maroon. Brent Tate, a very good morning to you. Uh, state of origin, opening it up to all comers. That can't be a thing, can it? Oh, Benny, I'd be horrified to think that they'd do something like that. Um, you know, it's the greatest concept. It's born out of, you know, living in Queensland or, you know, living in New South Wales and having passion for the jersey. Um, mate, if they did that, I don't think I'd watch it because it's not what it's about. Um, it's not what the fabric of State of Origin is born about. And I think if they did it and opened it up, it completely changes the concept of State of Origin. So for me, they're really dicing with danger there. It's, you know, the greatest jewel in the crown of rugby league. And, there's an old saying, mate, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So leave it alone. Tati, I'm with you on this. And look, two people agreeing on radio is not the best thing, but this has got to have a line drawn in the sand. We can't be tinkering with this because at the heart and soul of any representative um, game, any sport, you represent your district, you represent then your city, you represent then a zone, then you get into state level, and at the pinnacle of it all, is to represent your country, the green and gold, in in whatever sport and whatever endeavour. Surely that's still got to be the heart of this. Yeah, absolutely, Benny. Um, as I said, mate, I just I, I think if you start playing around with that, it just it, it affects. You know, state of origin is so great because of the passion everyone has for their state. Um, and if you got someone that's sort of you know moved over here and. Um, you know, and I know this has happened in the past, but you know, if they open it right up, it becomes a it becomes a free for all and. You know, when you when you're hearing the anthem and you got your hand in your, you know, the Queensland emblem and you and you listen to uh, you listening to the anthem, it's mate, it's about the pride and the passion. And um, yeah, mate, I, I, honestly, I'm flabbergasted that they're even thinking about tinkering with these with the rules. And um, as I said, mate, I I think it'd have dire effect on what State of Origin is about, where it's been born and the history of it. And um, I know you've always got to keep moving forward, but it's not as if it's, um, you know, the product's still not great. It's still supported. You know, everyone loves it and everyone gets around it. So, yeah, funny one. 
See, Victor Radley, Victor the Inflictor, when he pledged his allegiance to England, he would know that he's giving up state of origin eligibility. It's It would have been a tough ask or maybe an easy one for him because of, you know, his his heritage and, and, and wanting to represent, um, I'm sure it's his father's side, you know, but you know that that's the sacrifice you make. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure, you know, when Victor, you know, made a decision like that, you know, you, you got to sit down and really think about it, and you got to you got to understand, you know, when he pulls that, you know, the the jersey on of of England, that you know he's he's playing with some pride and some passion and some you know some mm. history about his family. So, I mean, you've got to have a connection to it, and and I just think sometimes if you open it up and you know you got guys, you know, Pacific descent or something like that, and and look, I know heaps of them play like they do now. Um, I just mean if they open it right up, it, I I just think it it completely devalues what it's all about, and. Mate, I think um, with the rise of Pacific Nations and the test matches that we've got, um, you know, I, I think we can build out their calendar now, especially, you know, all Samoa and Tonga and, uh, mm. you know, God, Fiji and PNG. Th- these nations have risen um, and, and, you know, they're, they're becoming really competitive. So, you know, maybe look at putting something together for them, you know, you know, uh, around the state of origin period where they can, you know, create their own history. So, yeah, it's a funny one, mate, and um, I'm with you. And I think... Uh, Nearly every one of the Queenslanders would, would be the same that we don't want it touched. Damien on text line has said, hey, I'm sorry, Ben and Brent, but would even the likes of Tom Malolo or Victor make the bench for origin? He makes a good point. I mean, if if <laughs> who would you who would you drop off to bring one of these players in? So, um, but Tati, you and I are both agreeing that this uh, should not happen. But others may have a different view. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five, oh four, six, seven, seven, three, six. The Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line is open for you. Hey, mate. While I've got you, um, there's a. I reckon you're the perfect person to talk to about this because you've had to make this same decision that Kurt Capewell is facing right now. We know that there is a three-year deal on the table from the Warriors for him to go and extend his career over there. He's still got a year to go at Red Hill, but after that, the Broncos have said, look, we can't offer you another contract at the end of this one. We've we've got the future to look forward to. We've got um, too many others that we need to re-sign. You're not in our plans going forward. Thank you for your service. I remember coming to your place. Oh, God, how long was it ago? You were at Ashgrove and you'd made that decision to go across the ditch. What was the lure to go to the Warriors and play in New Zealand? Um, well, well, speaking of, um, you know, passion for your state, I just didn't want to live in New South Wales. Not, and, and that's honest. <laughs> I, I did not have any inkling to go to Sydney at all. So... Um, mate, I thought I'd rather pack up my family and go across the ditch to New Zealand. And and honestly, Benny, the three years I had over there, mate, was the three of the best years I've had playing rugby league. Like I absolutely love playing at the Warriors. I love the club. I love living in New Zealand and Auckland. Um, and I love the supporters over there. It was um, you know playing in front of you know sometimes on a on a really rainy night you get twelve thousand Mount Smart felt like thirty two thousand at um, at Suncorp or fifty thousand at Suncorp. So. Mate, a great place to play. I think um, I think it's a really mature position the Bronx have taken here. Um, you know, they've been really upfront and honest with Kurt Capewell and, you know, told him that he's got 12 months, but beyond that, they won't. Um, you know, he's definitely at the back end of his career. Um, he's got a three-year deal on the table. Um, I think he's been great for Brisbane. Um, I think he's done a really good job in, you know, what they brought in there for was to bring that professionalism professionalism, um, you know, he come from really good systems out of Penrith and, mm. and I think he's had a huge effect on, 
you know, those younger guys in Brisbane about how to prepare and be a pro. Um, you know, if they let him go now, I, I don't think they lose too much in letting him go. Um, you know, he's, and I, I don't want this to sound harsh, but it's almost like he's served his purpose and they've got young guys coming through like yeah. Kura now who had an outstanding back end of the season who probably, you know, if starts like that would, would uh, you know, overtake Capel anyway. So uh, I think it's a really mature approach by everyone if he... Um, you know, if Kurt does take the three years, I don't think anyone would begrudge him. And, you know, no. I think Brisbane are probably doing the right thing if they let him go. Hey, Taddy, I, I, I was reading some quotes from Cameron George, the, the Warriors CEO, trying, trying to do the sell. And he was saying New Zealand this and that and some of the things you spoke about. But he also said that, that the tax the tax benefits, the tax breaks are, are better. I've got no idea about the New Zealand tax system. Is that something that <laughs> that, that is actually a, a consideration? And, and what is it? What's the attraction? Well, it is Benny until you got to move back to Australia and bring the money with you. That's, that's when the problem becomes. That's when it becomes a problem. Um, so Cameron can talk about all the tax breaks in the world, which there is no stamp duty and that sort of thing over in NZ. But um, when you're buying a house, but uh, you know it does become a problem if uh, the Kiwi dollar is not great against the Australian and you've got to come home. So that's fair. Um, but look, at the end of the day, mate, he's going to get paid handsomely over there, and um, mate, for him to go over there and spend three years in New Zealand. Um, Mate, it, it is a great place to live, um, and you know what a what a great experience for him. And yeah. uh, I think uh, he's not going to a club that's not a genuine premiership threat either. You know, I think yeah. I think it's a real win for him. He's going to a club that, honestly, I, I think next year, um, if they get it right, could be you know as a premiership threat as anyone. Beautiful stuff, Tady. Brilliant chat as always. I'm going to leave you with this one. In fact, you can leave us with this. I'm talking about mascots or halftime entertainment. Rocket Man is coming back to the Gabba for Big Bash after 10 years. You had Buck the Bronco, the horse that always – I think he still does laps now, but it's Buck what point – probably the fourth version, fifth version of Buck. What is the best mascot or the best entertainment, the best thing you've seen in sport? Oh, geez, I don't know, mate. I've never really uh, taken too much notice, to be honest. I did love Buck. Uh, I do I do remember Buck slipping over at uh, Suncourt one night, and they banned that after a little while, after he had a bit of a slip. Um, mate, Rocketman's always fought with danger for me, I think. Uh, <laughs> what could go wrong? Possibly. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> hey, did you ever take part <laughs> in one of those grand final races, you know, the sprints? Were you? Was that ever your no. domain? No, no, definitely didn't, mate. Um, probably the best halftime entertainment I've ever seen, mate. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a little, it's a carnival up here in Townsville called the Laurie Spina. So about seventy-four teams in under tens or elevens come from everywhere all over Australia. Yeah. And at halftime, one of the Cowboys games, they have um, about a thousand of these kids on the field, and they have a big relay. And mate, it is just so much fun to watch up here, and the kids absolutely love it. It's crazy. Good stuff, mate. Hey, listen, if we don't talk to you before, Chrissy, have a Merry Christmas and we'll talk to you in the new year. Brent Tate from Fox Sports. He's been there and done it all uh, when it comes to rugby league, speaking a lot of sense.